birds of a feather lie to the FBI. <laughs> Good one. Welcome to Seeing Red the Pod, episode 64, where we always discuss the latest Nebraska issues. I'm Stephanie, and here with me today is April. Hey, April. How's it going? Hi, Hi Stephanie. Long time no see. I know. <laughs> like almost 24 hours. 24 hours is too long. <laughs> uh, no, we, we had, uh, a, had a COVID-safe holiday party for the kiddos. So yeah, she's got like a great backyard and picnic tables and she made the most gorgeous charcuterie boards. Thank you. Like when she, when you invited me, you were like, oh, I'll have like some hot dogs. And so I told the kids like, um, it's a barbecue. <laughs> um, they were, they were mummy dogs. Which yeah, they were, long- but then it was so much fancier than <laughs> hot dogs. Fancy pigs in a blanket. <laughs> yeah. But like. The treats and the dips and the cracker. It was all fancy and it was so fun. Oh, my favorite. And the kids had a blast. I know. My favorite part was so when happy. the kids were going around the block, just mm-hmm. walking around the block by themselves. Mm-hmm. And Stephanie said, <laughs> Stephanie said, do you think they're okay? And her, uh, her partner was like, kids walking around the block at Halloween? No, this is terrible. <laughs> and he was like, no, they're having the time of their lives. And they, and they were. They were all and they smiles. Were. They were. Mm. They did it twice. They did it again. Yeah, They're, they're good great. kids. Well, there is some exciting news. Yeah, are, are you going to ask me what I did today? Well, hold on. First, I got to back up a minute. Fortenberry's been indicted. And, yep, because he was a liar. He's you like, hey, to go FBI, to California. I'm gonna lie. He's being charged because he ha- he went had a fundraiser in California. That's not mm-hmm. weird at all. Mm-mm. And then got this illegal money, and clearly they have audio of him that uh, contradicts what he said mm-hmm. about knowing whether this money was legal or not. Yep. Now he's hosed, and um, now it's like, you know, I'm sure he will run again because he, he, he's all in, and, and Donald right. Trump's right there with him. Yep, Donald Trump endorsed him right after he's been like, indicted. Barnberry's my favorite. What is it? Birds of a feather flock together, but <laughs> what they do. <laughs> Well, why wouldn't he endorse him? <laughs> Birds of a feather lie to the FBI. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> so anyway, um, but so then the question for like a while now has been, so who's going to run? So the question is, Stephanie, what did you do this weekend? Yeah, what did you do? I bought new shoes. And do you want to know why I bought new shoes? What do you need new because, shoes for? Because the Lincoln Journal star said... Patty Panzing Brooks is preparing her run for Congress, and I'm going to knock all the freaking doors. 
You guys are going right? to be like, she won't stop asking us to knock doors. And I'm going to be like, let's go knock some freaking doors. Stephanie, you're very persuasive and mm-hmm. it's, it's very good, but also it makes me very tired. Well, <laughs> but I'm glad to in. have a persuasive person, <laughs> but yeah, Patty Pantsing Brooks is the shit. That's what I'm glad about. She is Aww. the shit. She's and I am so excited mm-hmm. that we have an awesome candidate yeah. who could run for Fortenberry's seat. Right. And no, no. who has not lied to the FBI. Yeah. And she can represent real Nebraskans, you know? Yeah. Tell I, us a little bit. I know that you know Patty, you know, kind of well. And yeah, like yeah. what she's been she's up to. She's a friend of mine. So, so like people who aren't from Lincoln may not be as familiar with Patty. Like what well, makes Patty the shit? Um, Patty has tirelessly worked for things that maybe aren't always um, popular because they're right. Um, she works across the aisle. Um, our favorite man who lives in a turducken happens to <laughs> to adore her. So that's weird. But they worked um, they worked really hard to with Frank Lemire to shut down White Clay, and they were successful. Um, she advocates for you know we're going to talk to guest later who really focuses on human dignity and patty pansing brooks does too mm-hmm. um and I've seen her she's focus. unapologetic yeah she's very um very much for all lgbtq rights mm-hmm. and um she is great support for schools mm-hmm. and educators mm-hmm. she helped write the law requiring um memorandums of understanding for SROs mm-hmm. in schools yep. so that we're clear on what cops do and what mm-hmm. teachers and admin do yep. to protect kids. Um, she, she advocated with the ACLU to make sure that women and um, that are incarcerated have access to free and reasonably priced uh, personal hygiene products. Mm-hmm. Um, she's a bad ass. She's a badass. I'm so freaking excited. I am excited too. You know, I mean, the top of the ticket in Nebraska is going to be Carol Blood and Patty Pansing Brooks. Oh man, those guys are <laughs> they're going to be so uncomfortable. It's going to be fantastic. <laughs> and just for the record, folks, we did not practice this or anything. We just pulled all that right out of the top of our heads mm-hmm. of awesome stuff she's done because she's we, doing well. we'll tell you more next week okay more awesome yeah. things we can just have a regular segment awesome things <gasps> about patty pans and brooks <laughs> i love it i love it mm-hmm. <laughs> and have you ever seen the great jacket she has oh and one time i was like patty you have a square button because i love buttons and she was like you can have mine but it was the snazzy one with the magnets and then she made me take she's like i still have it on my fridge wait it's a square like it's like a square a button maker but button. It's, yeah, but it's square oh. or a rectangle, excuse me. And instead of having a pin on it, it has magnets, which are, you know, oh, the candidates right. wear the special magnet ones so it doesn't mm. damage their clothes. Yeah. Oh, I think she had the special, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to say it wrong. There was this special pin made for women with the sewer or something. What was that? I'm not sure. Oh, where's Melody when we need her? I know oh. she knows it because she got one and I can't remember what. There was like a special thing with the sewer on top of the Capitol made for women. And it has like a thing with it. I don't know. Oh. But I know Patty has one too. Well, we'll ask Melody next week. She'll be back. She'll be All back. right. Well, maybe this um, week we should bring on a guest. Should we do that? 
yeah, looking forward to it. All right. Today's guest is Michael Reinmiller. Michael is a friend of mine and a local advocate whose passion is human dignity, specifically how communities treat their houseless and hungry neighbors. He serves on the board of Fresh Start and built the first little free pantry in Lincoln, which has expanded to over 35 more. Welcome, Michael. Aloha. <laughs> That's a quite a greeting on a cold day. <laughs> yeah, I wish I were somewhere warmer. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, me too. Well, we um, wanted Michael to come on because he is always talking about our, as we said, houseless and hungry neighbors. And um, he's also a uh, photo and video guy. And so he takes lots of pictures and has been posting a lot lately and writing in the newspaper even um, about some of the the things in Lincoln that are hostile mm-hmm. to our houseless neighbors. We know cities and their policies can be friendly or hostile. Um, we, we've seen of late, um, what, in Lincoln and Omaha, camps, you know, mm-hmm. removed and people just trying to survive or with nowhere else to go um, are uprooted. And specifically, Michael focuses a lot on the architecture. Tell us what you mean by hostile architecture. Well, I'll start with, I, I like to use the words people that are experiencing homelessness, because I think that realistically, everybody I know and have ever met in my 46 years of being alive are one car accident seriously, one car accident from being homeless mm-hmm. uh, with, with a, just a few things in the way, we're all really close to homeless. We mm-hmm. really are. So that's where I start. And then um, the, as far as the hostile architecture goes, the town I live in, Lincoln, Nebraska, has some wonderful examples of hostile architecture uh, that I would like to see removed. Uh, to, I'll preface it with that. Um, Bars on benches so that it's a visual representation saying, if you want to stay long, you're not welcome here. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a lot of stuff you're carrying with you, you can't come here. If you're homeless, you got hopefully a phone, hopefully some clothes, you know, everything you have is with you. It's not like you just put it in your locker in the closet. It's with you. So mm-hmm. if you put bars up, it's, it's, it's basically saying you can't come here. You can, but stuff's going it, to, it, it just didn't sit next to you. So I'm pretty disgusted with how the city of Lincoln in Lincoln, Nebraska anyway, is, uh, have to, has these bars up, um, saying, go away. You're not welcome here. And then, you know, I, I've contacted the, the mayor's office in years past and they've told me that it's a design element or it's against skaters or it's, you know, this or that. I'm like, so, so you don't want skaters, you know, kids by the children's museum. You don't want that. No, you don't want kids by the children's <laughs> museum. <laughs> so anyway, that, that's my little, that's one of my arguments. Um, there's others to just, it's a, it's a visual representation saying, if you're doing well, you're welcome here, but if you're not move along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like what happens if it's hard to picture these benches, you know, like big long slabs of stone or something like that or wood. And they'll have mm-hmm. like these dividers. So no, you can't sleep. You can't lay there. You can't rest. 
or right. put your son next to you. If you're carrying everything, mm-hmm. you don't know, it's, yep. it's pretty heartbreaking. It, it's spending extra money to say you're not welcome here. Yeah. And so we've, we talk a lot on the pod about how your budget is your, the manifestation of your beliefs and what your morals are. And yes. if a city is, if our city is spending money on making those benches unfriendly, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're living that, that, that moral code, whether we like it or not. Your money talks. It really does. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm, I'm not anti Lincoln. I mean, I've lived yeah. here my whole life. I'm raising my kid here. I love this town. I mean, otherwise I wouldn't be involved. I just move along or, or not care. Mm-hmm. But I want to be the squeaky wheel on this one. This is unacceptable. How we treat each other is, is pretty gosh darn important. Um, right. Especially the most vulnerable among us. Yes. Yes. Um, and, you know, I've gotten mad before and I've freaked out on people. And it's like, you know, it, 10 years from now, what is my son going to see? Mm-hmm. How I responded to these situations. And I hope he says, oh, my gosh, my dad did this or that instead of F this or F that. I, so I'm, 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 I'm looking at things through a different lens now than I certainly did before. And I say lens because I'm a photographer. <laughs> but I, I wanna, I wanna, I'm thinking legacy here. Like, what, what can we do right now to make 10 years from now better than where we are right now? And um, those, those bars are against uh, me, against my Unitarian Universal religion. They're against my moral value. Mm-hmm. They're, they're just, they're anti-Michael. That's for sure. I'm allergic. <laughs> to, they're offensive. I think a lot of people pass by and don't even know what they are. They don't mm-hmm. think about it unless you have ever experienced, you know, yes, and um, that situation. I, I didn't know, you know, 10 years ago, I would have said, so what their bars, who cares? I wouldn't have known. Honestly, mm-hmm. I've done some research. I'm, I've been spent several years on a homeless board um of a, a, a fresh start i've spent a year and a half two years on the um as a member of the homeless coalition of lincoln i'm i'm learning i'm, I'm downloading this data i'm accept, i'm yeah. absorbing what's going on and those are they're just wrong <laughs> yeah so you we people can ask the city to remove those and advocate for that and we'll mm-hmm. link your um opinion article letter in the show notes. Um, but the other thing that I know you care deeply about, and we definitely support you in this is the little free pantries. Tell us mm-hmm. how that got started. Gosh, just before the pandemic started, I think pandemic started in March, right? And it was November before that. Um, I saw a thing on CBS Sunday morning or one of these shows and some neighborhood had something like that. And I was like, gosh, why aren't we doing that? Mm-hmm. Seems like a no-brainer. So I called my father-in-law and said, I want to build one of these pantries with you. And, you know, I could say I want to build anything with him. And he'd say, okay. I know. He's a great guy. <laughs> he's, a, yeah, he's like, all right, I got to make some sauce. He likes a project. Yeah, he loves <laughs> Oh, he was all gung-ho. So then about a week later, <clears throat> it's funny, he calls me. He says, well, I've been thinking about what you wanted to build with that pantry thing. And would you be offended if I started it without you? And I'm like, no, go ahead, make it so, you know? <laughs> and so all of a sudden, uh, it was like two or three days before Christmas, he's backing up our driveway and he's 
I got it in the truck. Let's check it out. So we installed it, I think, two days before Christmas. And he didn't think I could get it in the ground because the ground was frozen at the time. And we got it in and it took off and it was really successful in my neighborhood. And then uh, all of a sudden the pandemic happened um, and it just snowballed like crazy. The need for there was a huge issue with food insecurity in Lincoln. Mm -hmm. Right. Period. Yeah. Then the pandemic hit and it was like dumping the clutch. So all of a sudden major needs and um unmc has stepped up they've donated a truckload a few truckloads of uh toothpaste and toothbrushes um i've worked with matt talbot kitchen they've given me feminine hygiene products the outreach from this city of lincoln has just been amazing the community members the it's inspiring i mean i get really upset about how media and the world is and then all of a sudden i'm like wow there's some really cool people doing some really cool things. So, And so the point of a little free pantry, if I'm not mistaken, is that it's right in your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's neighbors helping neighbors. And so you don't have to have a car or a bus pass. Nope. There's something nearby and kids can walk to it um, and all that as well. And it's, you know, leave something if you can. And so the whole neighborhood can get in on the action and... The concept is take what you need and leave what you can. And people have left. Except don't leave cans in the winter. They'll explode. Not in the winter. No, (laughs) they'll blow up. But but, um, we've had everything from cereal to feminine hygiene products to Mm -hmm. feminine hygiene products. I'll tell you what, I'm a 46 year old man. And I, I guess I'm, I would be willing to bet that I've spent more money on feminine hygiene products than any man I've ever met. (laughs) Because my church. Thank you for that. Well, (laughs) My church just recently wrote me a check for 900 and some dollars and I'm going to buy almost a thousand dollars with, with the feminine hygiene products and they won't last a month by the time I spread them out on the pantries. Hmm. So, but Holy cow, you buy $200 for the feminine hygiene products. They fit in this basket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not very big. It's not a lot. Dude, They're so dudes expensive. don't know that. So, so I want to say like, we talk a lot about, it's not, we can't solve this whole problem, individual neighbors, right? But we can, it is a part of, it's not, it's not policy no. or helping each other. It's got to be both, mm-hmm. especially to get us through until policy. So like, like a policy that could help with hunger as well, right? Like the fact that we have free school lunches and breakfasts right now is enormous uh, for every child in the country. Life, that's life changing. Life yes. changing. Yes. And I hope it stays. I, I hope it stays, but that's a policy we're going to have to push that's for. A it could totally be a no-brainer in my book. It's mm-hmm. a total no-brainer. We can afford it. Other countries why, do it all the time. Why do they heat They're, the schools, right, in the winter? Why do they heat the schools? Because they need heat. Well, you know what? Why do we feed the kids? Because they need food. They right. need food. Come and um, so, you know, that's a policy. Um, we talk about the pink tax and how we don't have to tax feminine hygiene products. You need them to live mm-hmm. safely and hygienically. Why are we taxing them? Right. Um, we talk about how people in prisons also deserve feminine hygiene products, right? Mm-hmm. So these are all policies that go along, but it mm-hmm. is really great. Yes, human dignity, absolutely. Yep. But it's also really great to think about, you know, what, what you know, you're, you advocate for like also helping your neighbors. So we love that. How can we donate 
if our listeners, like, you know, it's going to be the holidays and we know we can't donate cans and jars inside of a pantry. And of course there's, there are, again, it's a policy. So there are other places to donate as well. But if you wanted to help those people who walk up right there, how can they give food or money? Well, I've had people put a $10 bill in the pantry before. And you know, if you need yeah. it, that's, what is it now? Four, four, three, four gallons of gas. And that is a lot of gas when you're out. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. I've had people put in everything from pregnancy tests to mm-hmm. cereal to, like I said, feminine hygiene products. Cereal is a huge thing because you don't need to have a stove, Eggs, a milk. bowl, <laughs> milk. You don't need nothing. You can pull it out of your backpack and it's a meal. And yep. depending on the cereal, it's marginally healthy for you. Yeah. Uh, hand warmers in the winter, mm-hmm. um, kinds of things, socks. Believe it or not, the thing uh, after working with Matt Talbot Kitchen, I learned uh, that many of the homeless folks need things in the dead of winter are lip balm. Chapstick. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. think about and, that. And oh, new socks. What? Yeah, new, yeah, socks, those kinds of things. So anyway, things you use all the time. Uh, a nail clipper. Yep. Throw a nail clipper in. If you don't have a nail clipper and you need one, think about yeah. how bad you need a nail clipper when you need one. I mean, think about <laughs> it. Like, I need a nail clipper now. Well, mm-hmm. if you don't have one, all of a sudden, that's kind of a pretty cool thing to have. Yeah. I would never think about chapstick or lotion or something, but yeah, I, especially, my God, with hand sanitizer. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. gosh, you're out so bad. My, but my those winter, are consumables my, that take money every month. Yeah. And if you don't have it. My winter goal this year, I don't know if you've seen, some cities have put up um, coats on trees. I don't know if you've mm-hmm. seen that. That's my goal, to do some drive-by coating. Find some I've seen the scarves, um, yeah, the kindness scarves. agents in Omaha. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's my goal. And if I get busted for littering or whatever it's called, write mm-hmm. me up, right, I'll pay the time, I'll pay the fine. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, something else about what you can put in there is, I put in some Girl Scout cookies. Like everybody deserves a treat, right? Yep. It doesn't have to be cereal or pasta. When it was summertime, I put, you know, those um, plastic tubes of like sugar, water stuff, like frosty right. pop- flavor ice oh. things. Yeah, flavor ice. I put those in there and you should have seen the kids when they oh. got that box, man. They got those, and they ran up the street. It was just, it was, the, <laughs> it was like touchdown. It was so cool. It was so cool. <laughs> Um, and, and you have a GoFundMe, correct? Where people can donate? It, it is. It's still up. Yes. Yes. And, um, like I it. do not have a pantry in front of my house, but I frequently am buying lots of things and spreading them out. Uh, we have a, um, uh, my gorgeous, amazing wife runs a little free pantry, a host page that all of the hosts that have pantries, we, have that for just them. And then all of a sudden we have some donations and we share, like someone will say, well, I got 300 of this. And then someone else says, well, I need some. And so it's been a very cool collaborative thing. Um, and it's been pretty inspiring to, so to know that, uh, I'm not the only person in America that gives a damn about other people. (laughs) So it's, it's really cool to, um, see that. There is something nice about being able to like, know you're helping somebody. Yes. Yes. And (laughs) I tell you what, um, when you're out front watering your yard and someone pulls up in a minivan with crying kids in the car and the, the woman gets out in tears and unloads everything out of the pantry. I, I kind of know I've done one thing, right? Mm-hmm. I may screw up everything else the rest of my life. I'm okay with that. But 
I made that one lady that one day a little bit better, mm -hmm. a little bit more tolerable. I have another question. If somebody wanted to get or build or purchase or whatever, however you work, how does people get one if they want to put one in their yard? Well, I've done a lot of um, Googling and searching and so on. You can build them yourself. There are plans online. Uh, I've been very lucky because my father-in-law just loves to uh, a project <laughs> and he built I, a dozen or more for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and then my wife is a graphic designer. So we put the stickers on them that say little free pantry, take what you need, leave what you can. And so if you, there's all, I've seen some people that have lockers in front of their yards that you can, you can open it up and insider items that they can take. I've seen everything, even the rubber made, it's like a tool shed kind of thing you can put in your yard. I've seen the little free fridges uh, in Lincoln mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. you can put that, that it's, a, it's just about being cool. What, what would Mr. Rogers want you to do? You know, would he want you to hang that ex-president's flag or would you want you to have a refrigerator out there helping your neighbor? I, that, that just, <laughs> that's, and I'm not talking any particular president. It can be Clinton for all I care. I'm just saying, it, it doesn't have to be political. It can be just, just be cool to each other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Michael. We will link all that in the show so people can follow. Michael, I have a question. Shoot. What are you reading? The last book that I chewed through was, it was the summer of 1927. It's, it's basically everything that happens in 1927. And it was amazing. My dad taught ninth grade civics. So oh, Bill Bryson, Bill Bryson. Yes. Yes. Sorry. Oh, I love Bill Bryson. But anyway, mm -hmm. that book blew my freaking mind. Awesome. Well, we, we always like to include that in our show notes as well mm -hmm. and talk about what people, but in all and honesty, it would probably be the fire engine book was the last one I read. <laughs> <laughs> I just put the boy. To bed. <laughs> but well, not, as, not as entertaining in my book, but whatever. <laughs> thank you again michael and you, michael you have a great day all right thank you much bye you've been listening to seeing red nebraska politics from the left seeing red is a group blog edited by citizen volunteers and entirely devoted to nebraska politics you can support us on patreon with a five ten or twenty dollar a month donation be sure to check us out at seeingrednebraska.com and on Facebook and Instagram. You can also follow us on Twitter at seeingredne or contact us via email at seeingredne at protonmail.com.